Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now your host, me, Shane Lakita. Good morning, everybody. Another week is going by here since our last podcast, but I'm here with you now on this day up here in Maine where it's about 17 below zero. And and the oh that's with the wind chill and it's freezing frigid everything's icing over it's almost like the frozen tundra that I live in the top of the world somewhere where it's white and it's frozen but that's okay I mean spring's coming soon right I mean I, that's what I keep telling myself so we're gonna we'll get there we'll get there eventually but here I am on another episode with you guys as you are sitting here listening to me talk to you about inspirational stories, about positivity, about accountability, about living life at the fullest and going through things that sometimes we don't really want to go through, but we get there and we do it and we persevere and we keep pushing forward with whatever you're struggling with or whatever you're fighting for. And then also celebrating together and giving each other high fives. As you know, this is Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And I, again, am your host, Shane Lakita, as I said in the intro. But here we are. We are midpoint through uh, January, and we're past all the holidays. We're past all the stuff we talked about last time. We're kind of on the downward trend of where usually people, right around this time frame, I mean, it's 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 past the midway point of January. It's past the newness and freshness of the new year. It's past the time when we're feeling so positive and so in the zone and in the mode and all those things, now we're in this zone of, okay, what do we do now? Like, are we going to start to fall off the radar? Are we going to start to push forward and be amazing and keep delivering on all the stuff that we want to deliver on, keep fighting for the good fight or whatever? What is it that we choose to do from this point forward? Because it's a really vital and important time. Because if we choose to go down the road of, oh, I give up, my New Year's resolution is not going to work, and now I'm at a point where, okay, I need to do something, or if we choose the, the the route of not doing it, then we'll just fall off the radar, maybe we'll gain some more weight, maybe we won't hit the goals we want to hit, and then the rest of our year is kicked off on a negative note versus fighting through the battles of what we have to fight through to be able to get to what we want to get to. So I'm going to share a little story with you. The whole theme of this podcast is positivity, all right? If we're looking at positivity, I'm going to share a conversation that I had the other day about being positive in adverse situations. I was sitting there with a buddy of mine, and we were talking about whatever situation that it was, and it was about work, and we were talking about how the traffic patterns, and I remember, I'm in sales, okay? So we have to deal with a lot of things like people walking in the door, we have to deal with hitting goals and targets and quotas and all these different things that we have to try to be able to fight for and be able to do and dig in and hit hit all these goals that we set out for ourselves. And one of the things that they had said was, is that when the traffic doesn't come in, there's nothing you could do about that. And I said, it's a mindset around if you have less traffic, then what are you doing with the traffic that does walk in? And then what's your energy and your passion around how you're handling those situations with those folks that do come in? And then what are you doing to be able to step outside of your comfort zone to drive more people in or have conversations with people to connect with them, to get them into your store, to have conversations? Now, th- now this is all business related and I'll, and I'll tie it all back to what we're doing in our journeys here, but it's all about being positive. It's about your energy of what you're bringing to the table. 
Do you look at it as being the fact that there's nobody walking in your doors? And you're like, oh, you know what? There's nobody walking in my doors. So am I going to sit here and twiddle my thumbs, hop on Facebook, hop on whatever social media that I'm looking at? Am I going to wallow in my sorrows and just hope and pray that somebody else might come in sometime? Maybe. Maybe that's the, the space that you're living in. But I wouldn't consider that to have a really positive mentality. I would consider that to be a wait and see approach. And so a positive mentality would be, what can I do right now to maximize my opportunity to keep pushing forward? Now, remember, again, this is business related. This is about sales. This is about customers and all that good stuff. And it's something that we talk about a lot in business. We want to make sure that we are maximizing opportunities and pushing forward. But I got in the conversation with somebody when I talked about being positive. And they said to me, you know, it's interesting because your job is to help to inspire people to be great at what they do and keep pushing forward and dig deep. That's your job. So you have to live in this space of positivity all the time when you don't live in the space of being in reality. And so I was a little offended by this conversation and I sat down with them and I said, okay, let's have a conversation about that because I think we need to dig in on what you're talking about here. Do you think that I'm just a Pollyanna? Do you think I'm just this guy that's going to go out and say everything's going to be awesome and amazing and you can do it all the time? No. My my theme a lot of times whenever I talk to people and I, I had to dig this out and I really had to dig in with this with this individual because when they when they said to me that they thought that I was Pollyanna, and they thought that I was Mr. Positivity and all these things. I do believe in we can overcome anything if we just put our mind to it. Even situations that are bleak and not looking like they're going to be great situations. We can still overcome things by making sure that we put on the right hat, making sure that we put the right mindset, and making sure that we say the right things to ourselves to be able to push forward. And I believe in my heart and soul of that. Because there have been so many situations in my life personally and with my family and with different situations that we have got overcome things and gotten through things more so because we were being positive and we kept pushing forward and knowing that we can achieve the things that we wanted to achieve. So I had the conversation with them. I said, if you think Pollyanna is me sitting down to say, I think you can really do things to be able to attract traffic or do things to be able to reach out to customers or do things to be able to do those. All the things that I was talking to him about required work and effort. Now, it wasn't now, a Pollyanna person is they're going to walk in. Don't worry about it. You don't have to do anything. It'll happen. And that that's absolutely not what I was saying. What I'm saying is it takes work, it takes effort, it takes dedication, it takes time, it takes all those things. But if you put the work in and you put the effort in and you have a positive mentality about the outcome of what you can get there, then that's the most important piece of what you're trying to look for. So we had this long conversation, this long dialogue about it. I kind of right-sized them a little bit about where I was feeling and how I was doing. But then it got me thinking, right? Of course, this is what we do on Coffee Talk. I sat down and it got me thinking last night and I said to myself, man, you know, what is positivity? Everybody defines positivity as something different. Some people define positivity, they layer faith in there. Some people might take a look at religion and be able to, to, to layer faith in with that positivity because they may think to themselves, God has a plan, This, uh, those kind of things, or whatever it is. I'm not all that religious of a person, but I'll tell you, that's a huge portion of a lot of positivity in society today because people have to believe in something. They got to believe that maybe there's a higher power or a way that it's meant to be. And if they continue to do the right things, they'll get the right things happen to them. Do good unto others as you want done unto yourself. Those kind of things. That mentality. 
So that's one form of positivity. And this is a form that a lot of people live in because Christianity and, and religion and all those things is a pretty wide spectrum of things that people usually have to have a form of faith whenever they're pushing forward. Whether it's a small form or whether it's a hugely religious form, whatever it is, people love having that piece of it because it helps to build the framework of positivity for them. Positivity can come in many other forms also where you can take the positive out of any negative situation and really extrapolate that and pull that out and say, okay, you know what? This is the negative situation. This is the way I'm feeling. Here's the positives of it. Let's look at what did happen. Let's look at what can happen from the situation. Now, this is more the space that I like to live in because for me, if I live in the space of always being negative, which human nature tells me that I'm going to be negative all the time, let's call it out there. Human nature sets you up for failure all the time because this is the way that we're wired. We're wired as being how I cannot achieve something or I fail at something or this is not going to happen because of whatever circumstances or whatever it is. We get in this framework of this is all negative. I can't lose that weight because my my hereditary problems that I have. I can't get that blood pressure down because my dad and my grandfather had high blood pressure. I can't walk that mile because we never had athletes in my family. I can't cook that food because we've never had a cook in my family. And I, who, who am I to say that I can learn? I can't go to college because we don't have money and I can't afford it and I can't go. All these different things that we automatically set ourselves up for failure and we talk ourselves out of because human nature kicks in and the negative side is easier than working on the positive side. So for me, I like to live in the space of what can I do? Now, it may be something really small. The situation may be so bleak. Maybe there's something going on where somebody has cancer or somebody has some sort of terminal illness or whatever it is. And I'm going to go into a story in a little bit that was really inspirational to me to continue to move along with our inspirational story piece of what we've been doing with the podcast, the last five podcasts around inspirational people. And it's going to be about one of the situations where they're faced with the mortality and the end of where they are and how they overcame that or are are overcoming that to be able to push forward. Okay. So... I like to live in the space of if if I'm surrounded by negativity or my brain is thinking negatively or I'm not thinking I can achieve something, how can I pull out the positives of what I can accomplish and what I have accomplished? All these times that I, if I ever put out a post on social media, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, uh, any of the social media platforms, if I put it out there and it's a before and after, right? Maybe it's a transformation Tuesday or maybe it's a throwback Thursday and I put it out there to say where I've been to where I am and I may not be all that happy about where I am right now, but I need to pull out the positives and knowing that I'm a thousand times healthier than what I was when I first started. I'm a thousand times better dad than what I was when I first started because I'm clear-minded. I'm, I'm more able to be able to play sports and do those things as a dad and help and support and do those kind of things around the house as a great husband and those kind of things, showing my wife a whole lot more love instead of being in the depression stage that I was in. All those little things. I got to pull out the positives because here we are in a world that's full of negatives, And I will easily, it's so easy for me to wake up in the morning and say, you're fat, you're not good, you can't, you you don't complete things, you don't get done with things, your personality is too gregarious for some people, you got too much of a loud personality in certain things, you can't be, you, 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 you don't have the ability of going to work and get 
promotions and those kind of things. You're on a podcast. The podcast really isn't all that successful, or maybe it is. I'm not really sure. Those kind of things. My head gets in the way of where I want to go. So I need to live in the space of how can I bring out positive pieces for me to celebrate where I've been, but then also know that I can set realistic, achievable goals for myself as I move forward. That's what positivity to me is all about. We talk about the fact of if you have somebody or maybe you or anybody else that you know wants to lose 130 pounds and this 130 pounds seems like it's a million pounds, right? I remember when I first started at 300 and almost 70 pounds, I was looking at that daunting task of looking at that scale going, I'm never going to lose it. I've already been up and down all my life. I'm never going to lose it. It's so huge. It's monumental. I just can't do it. And once I got my brain wrapped around the fact that it's one pound at a time or it's five pound increments to be able to push forward, celebrate in the small things, also forgive myself for not always achieving the downward trend of where I wanted to go and keep moving forward, live my life fully and celebrate in some of the things that I'm doing positively, that's when everything started to change for me. That's when I started to help others because I was blogging it out when I was talking about Coffee Talk and these are when the positive pieces came out because I like, to, I like to label it as this, okay? I know you guys have heard me say this before. I like to be a positive realist. I like to be somebody that brings out what we can do, what we can fight for, what we can accomplish, and those kind of things. Maybe simplify it out and be able to give yourself realistic goals, but I'm also a realist with it. I'm also somebody that knows it's not easy. It's not something you can just snap a finger. You have to bust your ass. You've got to really work hard at what you're doing to get to the things that you want to get to. If it's financial freedom you want to work towards. Do you think all the people that are debt-free right now that have no credit cards, no nothing, all the uh, money in the bank and whatever else they want to be able to get to, you think all of them just got there by snapping their fingers and it just happened? No. They worked at it. They set a plan. They fought hard. They kept pushing. They kept doing all the things that are necessary for them to do to be able to get to the place that they wanted to feel like they could get to. And now they are debt-free and they're pushing forward now towards retirement. But behind the scenes, you may not see the fact that they made sacrifices. They worked their tail off. They gave up on things. They stopped paying for cable. They, they put phones away. They put down a minimum amounts of everything. They cut their credit cards. They did everything that they had to do to be able to fight towards that. And they weren't just given the silver spoon that many people might think that they do or, oh, you must have run into some money somewhere. No, they worked at it. They worked their tail off. And so that's the positive realism that I talk about. I can have positivity all I want to, all day long about being positive and a can-do attitude all day long. But if you think you can get there without putting the work in, you're wrong. You're going to fail. And that's not just being that negative Nancy or that human nature piece of it. It's, an, it's a fact. Because we can be positive, absolutely. But that positivity can bring you only so far. But when you can get into the spot where you can make the two meld and you can have one work with the other where you know the hard work and the positive reinforcement and the positive mindset go together, then the sky is the limit. That's when you know you can accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. That's when you know that you can put your foot forward and that 
when you're like back in the day when I was sitting at 365 pounds and I'm looking at myself knowing that I've got to get to where I've got to get to. If my mindset was right, I was in a positive space and my can-do attitude was there and the fact that I knew that it was going to take work, effort, time, energy, and everything. And I knew all these things and I was able to do it. I probably would have even moved faster towards the goal because I knew that this is the framework of where I was at with it. So positivity comes in many different forms. Now, let me ask you this. Is being positive realistic? That was another question that came up in my conversation yesterday. Is being positive a realistic thing? Or should we be that realist of, of, of life? Should we know that life is going to throw you darts and it's going to throw you curveballs? Is being positive something that you're setting yourself up for failure because you're always thinking that you can do something and when you eventually can't do it, then you're going to fail, right? That's another great question that came up. So I had the conversation with them and I said, I don't think so because I believe that even if you were being positive and you were thinking that you can accomplish something, setting realistic goals will also set you up for success in the future. If you set too high of a goal and you are positive that you can get to that high, high goal, then maybe you are setting yourself for immediate failure, but maybe not long-term. Maybe long-term, if you keep that same positivity and you keep fighting that good fight for, for long periods of time, you can eventually get to that really big goal that you're trying to shoot for. But right now, make your goals realistic. Get them down to a bite-sized chunk where you know if you're positive about achieving that portion of the goal and you go to fight for that and you get to that portion of it, stop for a moment, celebrate and say, damn, I did that. I'm proud of myself. That's what we need to do. That's the difference. That's a huge difference than setting yourself up for failure for the big, big goals that you're trying to shoot for and saying, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And then six months later, you realize you can't do it because you haven't really working on the small bite-sized goals, but instead you've been still going for that mountain and you're not going to get to that mountain because you haven't set yourself up for success and put a plan in place for you to be there and do what you have to do. So positivity. If you don't think that you're positive about something, here's a tip for you, okay? When you wake up in the morning and you see what's facing you for the day, whether it's your work, whether it's goals, whether it's chores around the house, whether it's parenting, whatever it is, list out the things that you have to accomplish, right? Give yourself a list of things that you need to do for the day. Then take a look at it and say, what's realistic that I can achieve first? What are the things that I know that I can get in front of and really accomplish and knock them out and, and, and bust them out, right? Prioritize your goals. Prioritize them to be in the fact of, I can accomplish this, so I want to get in that space of knowing that I can get that. And then the positivity side of it will only come from the fact that you know you can accomplish that. And so when you get the right mindset of knowing you can get something done and then you go and get something done, now you're building off of something throughout the day. I accomplished that laundry today that I knew that I could get done. I accomplished baking that cake that I knew that it was a birthday party for tomorrow or whatever. I accomplished these things. I checked them off my list. I knew I could do it. I'm positive about it. I'm proud of myself. And now I'm going to move on to the next item on my list of priorities. You see what I'm saying? Prioritize your day and then bring positivity to each one of the bite-sized chunks that you're trying to be able to accomplish. And if it's something that's major, 
That's okay. Take a look at what that major thing you're trying to accomplish and break it down into smaller segments. If you have a goal of rebuilding a car, do you snap your fingers and, and the car is fixed and done? Or is it something that you have to do in pieces? Maybe you're doing your calipers or you're doing your rotors or you're doing portions of whatever it is. You build up towards it. You achieve small incremental portions of it until you get to the big picture. It's all, con it, the concept of it is all relative to your your whatever your major goal is you need to break that down into bite-sized chunks okay so today's story okay and i know i'm already 20 minutes in the podcast because i'm really passionate about what we're talking about here about being positive about being a positive realist knowing that tough stuff's going to happen and how do we are we able to be able to adjust our way to be able to get there but staying positive along the way and right-sizing your goals to being able to make sure you can accomplish things is a really important portion of it so I want to share a story of a, of, a, of a lady. Her name is Lara McGregor. And if you haven't heard of her, she founded the cancer support organization called Hope Scarves. Okay, so she was a woman that was diagnosed with breast cancer seven months uh, into her pregnancy of her second child. After she had a checkup, she went in, she got it all checked out. And then she found out she had a breast cancer after a biopsy. Okay, so it was a really, really left field kind of moment where this was a yoga practicing, she ate organic foods, she was 30 years old, and it was really crazy uh, that it, they were rebuilding their home, they were potty training their two-year-olds, and then all of a sudden understand the difference between a lumpectomy and a mastectomy with two of the things that she had to put into her vocabulary to be able to understand what it was, and she was talking about how it was an alternative reality for her, she really didn't know what to think or do. So she did chemo and she was starting chemo and a friend of hers sent a box of scarves to wear during her treatment. And she loved the whole concept of it. It was so inspiring. Every time she wore the scarves, she felt strength and encouragement. And it was all about um, beating cancer. It was all about getting to a point where she could knock it down and get it to where it was needed to get done. So son was born full term, which was great after chemo. Uh, in treatment and doing a lot of things and a double mastectomy. After she completed treatment, she shared the scarves with a woman that she met at a conference uh, uh, for breast cancer survivors talking about the story about how it inspired her to feel strong. And that was where she had come up with Hope Scarves. And Hope Scarves started in the spare bedroom of the house. And her and her little two-year-old were really working side by side with it. And she became a nonprofit in 2012 to be able to help cancer victims beat cancer and keep push pushing forward. Then in 2014, it's, it's insane, but she was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. Now, if you don't know what that is, I'm sure that a lot of you do, but that's the kind that's terminal and doesn't go away and it, it travels throughout the body and really takes over everything. So it's not a very uh, a good outcome, okay? So now you have the framework of where she went from uh, doing these scarves to be able to help people to believe that they can beat cancer to now she has to realize that this is such a short-sighted moment where it's not just about beating cancer. Now it's about living cancer, living with cancer or facing cancer and those kind of things. This is, what's interesting, she said that when she was going through the beating cancer phase, she had a huge network of people to help her out. The scarves helped, the people helped, the doctors, the nurses, everybody was all in tune with it. But when she got her metastatic diagnosis, she felt alone. There was no plan, no one to walk her through the treatments. There was... Uh, so much more heartache and uncertainty and devastation because of the terminal illness diagnosis and prognosis that she had, okay? So this is interesting because she made, it made her examine what they're doing at Hope Scarves and it changed things that she was doing. 
because she took out all the language on the website and the literature about beating cancer and used words like facing cancer and living life over cancer. Now, hear the words that she said, living life over cancer. She took a situation. Now, I, 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 I mean, just think about this for a second, okay? She took a situation that is terminal that said you're going to die based on this, this disease that you have that is incurable. We can't cure it. And now you're going to pass away from this. And she still continued to say, how can I help others? How can I do things for others to be able to help them in the situation? Because it's the only thing she knew to do and the only thing that she wanted to do to be able to live her life over cancer. Now, I mean, think about that. Live life to the fullest while you are terminally ill. Now, I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about the fact that she changed out her whole her whole model, she changed out everything from 5% of the funds raised for breast cancer research are put towards uh, research in metastasis, which is something that um, that is the, 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 the thing that she's been diagnosed with. So basically, she overcame all of this adversity while still being diagnosed with a terminal illness to stay positive in the situation. Would you have done that? Do you think you would have continued to push forward? Although it's life or death, you have two children, you got a husband, you got a full life, you got a company, a nonprofit, you're successful, those kind of things. And I know all of that weighs heavy. And she was only focused on the mode of, of, of knowing of what she needs to do. But would you have done that? Or would you have crawled into a ball and said, my life is over and here's where we're at? Because I'd say about probably 95% of people would do that. They'd find some positivity. They'd find some things that they can really push forward. Maybe they go and do their life dreams of some bucket list items or they're doing some things or whatever. That always matters. And I, w- I want you to understand that there's nothing wrong with feeling depressed or sorrowful or down in the dumps. It's okay. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. But the reason I bring her up is because anybody can overcome things with the power of positivity. She looked at her situation after beating cancer once and then getting metastatic breast cancer and knowing that it's terminal, continuing to push forward in a positive space and continuing to fight the good fight and changing the way that she looked at things because there wasn't a lot of support for people with terminal illnesses and terminal breast cancer. And she wanted to be able to change the model of where she was at to help those that she knew needed help the most because now she was going through the mental side of what am I, what, what, you know, mortality and my life and where I'm at with everything. Hats off to her because I don't know if I could have done that. And I don't know if I will be able to do that one day. Who knows if we get cancer or we get all those kind of things because we fight through. And if you could stay positive, they always say it's all about the mindset when it comes to cancer, even beating cancer or beating terminal illnesses and those things. It's all about the mindset. It's all about where you're at with everything. So, the story, the reason I shared her story, because that inspires the hell out of me. If she can take a situation where it's still bleak, it's not that she actually overcame it because it's still there. It's still it's still something that faces her that's there. And the amount of work that she's putting into in the beginning stages of her organization, hope has been the word from the start of whatever she's being able to do. She only wants to uh, have hope right now. The late, the latest stage of what I looked at here, it was uh, through an article through Good Housekeeping. Actually, is what I read it from. Um, she's uh, the cancer is responding to the treatments, so she's and she has the ability to be able to live a grateful and joyful life right now. It's not like she's going to have cancer or, or glad that she has cancer or feel that it was meant to be, but I would give it all away in a heartbeat if I could. 
but I do have gratitude for the perspective that I have with what I'm what I'm faced with. Think about that. She has gratitude for what she's been faced with because she stayed in the positive space. She knows she can do positive things and she fights to be able to keep pushing forward. That to me is pretty amazing. So think about that today as you are faced with whatever you're faced with. How bleak is it? Where are we at with everything? Are you coming into the world today with a positive aspect, a positive outlook? Whenever I share with people that I do coffee talks in the morning for own for, for my own personal therapy, it's because I need to right-size my brain and come out with a positive aspect of whatever it is that I'm going to accomplish. If I'm interviewing for a job, I'm going into it with a positive outlook, not as a, oh, I hope I get it, or maybe, I, I don't know, we'll see. If I'm grinding to be able to make things happen, I know that if I go into it with a positive attitude, I know that I can accomplish great things with it. My coffee is that moment that I have when I right-size everything. Like I said earlier, when you make your list of all your goals, that's my coffee time. That's when I sit down and I talk about, okay, what do I need to accomplish and how can I get there? I share that with you guys today because I want you to attack this whole entire week with positive approach. Take whatever you're faced with and pull out the things that you can accomplish or that you can do and not the things that are told to you that you can't do just like she did when she was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. Think to yourself, what can I do? What is it that I can give a different perspective on things that I can keep pushing forward? Because you're worth it. You're a thousand times worth it. You are worth the fight. You're worth the positivity and you're worth the positive realism. Okay, Positivity is being realistic. Because you can accomplish things that you may not think you can accomplish, but you can do it if you set your mind to it and your heart to it. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms at Liquid Shano 1973. And if you could do us a favor, pop on over to iTunes and show us some love and leave some feedback there for us. Talk later.